Telltale Pod Production. His shoes were far too tight. By Edward Lear. Masterminded by Daniel Pinkwater, and illustrated by Caliph Brown. The Quangle Wangle's Hat. On top of the crumpety tree, the Quangle Wangle sat. But his face you could not see, on account of his beaver hat, for his hat was a hundred and two feet wide, with ribbons and bivens on every side, and bells and buttons and loops and lace, so that nobody could ever see the face of the Quangle Wangle Quee. The Quangle Wangle said to himself on the crumpety tree, "Jam and jelly and bread." Are the best food for me, but the longer I live on this crumpety tree, the plainer that it ever seems to me that very few people have come this way, and the life on the whole is far from gay," said the Quangle Wangle Quee. But there came to the crumpety tree, Mister and Missus Canary. And they said, "Did you ever see any spot so charmingly airy? Maybe build a nest on your lovely hat, Mister Quangle Wangle. Grant us that. Oh, please let us come and build a nest of whatever material suits you best, Mister Quangle Wangle Quee." And besides, to the crumpety tree came the stork and the duck and the owl, the snail and the bumblebee, the frog. And the thimble fowl, the thimble fowl with a corkscrew leg, and all of them said, "We humbly beg, we may build our homes on your lovely hat, Mister Quangle Wangle. Grant us that, Mister Quangle Wangle Quee." And the golden grouse came there, and the pobble who has no toes, and the small Olympian bear, and the dong with the luminous nose. And the blue baboon who played the flute, and the orient calf from the land of Toot, and the uttery squash and the bisky bat, all came and built on the lovely hat of the Quangle Wangle Quee. And the Quangle Wangle said to himself on the crumpety tree, "When these creatures move, what a wonderful noise they'll be!" And at night, by the light of the mulberry moon, they danced to the flute of the blue baboon, on the broad green trees of the crumpety tree, and all were as happy as happy could be, with the quangle wangle quee. Mrs. Blue, Dicky 
Bird. Mrs. Blue Dicky Bird, who went out a walking with her six chicky birds, she carried a parasol and wore a bonnet of green silk. The first little chicky bird had daisies growing out of his head and wore boots because of the dirt. The second little chicky bird wore a hat for fear it would rain. The third little chicky bird carried a jug of water. The fourth little chicky bird carried a muff to keep her wings warm. The fifth little chicky bird was as round as a ball. And the sixth little chicky bird walked on his head to save his feet. Some incidents in the life of my uncle Arlie. Oh, my aged uncle Arlie, sitting on a heap of barley. Through the silent hours of night, close beside a leafy thicket, on his nose there was a cricket, in his hat a railway ticket, but his shoes were far too tight. Long ago in youth he squandered all his goods away and wandered to the Tinniscoop hills afar, there on golden sunsets blazing, every morning found him gazing, singing, Orb, you're quite amazing! Oh, I wonder what you are! Like the ancient Medes and Persians, always by his own exertions, he subsisted on those hills, whiles by teaching children spelling, or at times by merely yelling, or at intervals by selling, Propter's Nicodemus pills. Later in his morning rambles, he perceived in the moving brambles something square and white disclosed. "'Twas a first-class railway ticket, but on stooping down to pick it, "'off the ground a pea-green cricket settled on my uncle's nose. "'Never, never more, oh, never, did that cricket leave him ever. "'Dawn or evening, day or night, clinging as a constant treasure, "'chirping with a cheeriest measure, wholly to my uncle's pleasure, "'though his shoes were far too tight. So for three and forty winters, till his shoes were worn to splinters, all those hills he'd wandered o'er, sometimes silent, sometimes yelling, till he came to Borley Melling, near his old ancestral dwelling. But his shoes were far too tight. On a little heap of barley died my aged Uncle Barley, and they buried him one night. Close beside the leafy thicket, there his hat and railway ticket, there his ever-faithful cricket, but his shoes were far too tight.
was an ape who stole some white tape and tied up his toes in four beautiful bows. Hey, funny old ape. B was a bat who slept all the day and fluttered about when the sun went away. B, brown little bat. C was a camel. You rode on his hump, and when you fell off, you came down with such a bump. C. What a high camel. D was a dove who lived in a wood with such pretty soft wings and so gentle and good. D. Dear little dove. E was an eagle who sat on the rocks and looked down at the fields and the faraway flocks. E. Beautiful eagle. F was a fan made of beautiful stuff, and when it was used, it went puffy puff puff. F. Nice little fan. G was a gooseberry, perfectly red, to be made into jam and eaten on bread. G. Gooseberry red. H was a heron who stood in a stream. The length of his neck and his legs was extreme. H. Long-legged heron. I was an inkstand which stood on a table with a nice pen to write with when we are able. I. Neat little inkstand. J was a jug so pretty and white with fresh water in it at morning and night. J. Nice little jug. K was a kingfisher. Quickly he flew. So bright and so pretty. Green, purple and blue. K. Kingfisher blue. L was a lily. So white and so sweet. To see it and smell it was quite a nice treat. L. Beautiful lily. M was a man who walked round and round and he wore a long coat that came down to the ground. M. Funny old man. N was a nut so smooth and so brown and when it was ripe it fell tumble dum down. N. Nice little nut. O was an oyster who lived in his shell. If you let him alone, he felt perfectly well. O. Open-mouthed oyster. P was a polly, all red, blue and green, the most beautiful polly that was ever seen. P. Poor little polly. Q was a quill made into a pen, but I do not know where and I cannot say when. Q. Nice little quill. R was a rattlesnake rolled up so tight. Those who saw him ran quickly for fear he should bite. R. Rattlesnake bite. S was a screw. To screw down a box, and then it was fastened without any locks. S. Valuable screw.
tea was a thimble of silver so bright. When placed on the finger, it fitted so tight. Tea, nice little thimble. You was an upper coat, woolly and warm, to wear all over in the snow or the storm. You, nice little upper coat. V was a veil with a border upon it and a ribbon to tie it all round a pink bonnet. V, pretty green veil. W was a watch where in letters of gold the hour of the day you might always behold. W, beautiful watch. X was King Xerxes, who wore on his head a mighty large turban, green, yellow and red. X. Look at King Xerxes. Y was a yak from the land of Tibet. Except his white tail, he was all black as jet. Y. Look at the yak. Z was a zebra, all striped in white and black. And if he were tame, you might ride on his back. Z, pretty striped zebra. There was an old Derry down Derry. There was an old Derry down Derry who loved to see little folks merry. So he made them a book and with laughter they shook at the fun of that Derry down Derry. That was another Tell a Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com.